0: Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) It always gets me. And If you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from the woman that lives down the road. You know the one. She secretly likes to wear her lover's cum on her body when she goes out for work for the day. I could be reading from that man you saw this weekend. You know the one. He secretly likes to masturbate in restaurant bathrooms. I could be reading from that co-worker. You know the one. He secretly wears panties and answers ads for men to come fucking. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at com under the Confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true, you are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write some erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now Vi at d nikki and i k k y one six two. And if you enjoyed the show, leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcasts. Support for Dear Nikki is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best below the waist for grooming and hygiene. It's March, and you know what that means: green beer and a little bit of drunken naughtiness, maybe. Hopefully. Are you really going to go out and pick up somebody with all the verge sticking out of the sides of your lot? I really hope not. Manscaped has the fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You know it. You hear it all the time. It's trusted by over 2 million men and some women worldwide. If you're using your old trimmer, getting nicks, maybe you should change to something that's quieter, slinker when you're trimming the verge to go get lucky. Get 20% off using the code Dear Nikki, all one word, of course, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, free shipping worldwide, using the code Dear Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, of course. Guess who has her own channel? Yep. That's me tomorrow at three or actually it's 4am central standard time. You don't have to set your alarm, but if you did, hey, I love you even more. But yeah, I'm not getting up. (laughs) A new channel on Smutify. I am launching their adult channel. That's right. Not all of us that are 18 plus with material are porn and I'm not. So join me over there at Smutify.com so you can enjoy my first episode. Keep a lookout on all my social media links for updates, times, and the direct link to the site of, you know, the show. Enjoy me there. I would love to see each and every one of you. More stuff in the works. I can't tell you about it now. Blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. And I'll have more news soon. Besides the bedroom, where are you having sex in your house? Dining room, kitchen, living room, front yard, backyard. By the way, backyard outranks front yard. But I bet of better stories come from the front yard. If you've ever had sex in your front yard, um, you owe me a letter, a writing, a confession, period, the end. So ladies and gentlemen, if you are in your own home, where is your secret sex spot? Where's your secret masturbation spot? And what do you think of when you're there? Mine? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I just got out of the naughty corner this weekend. Do you really want me back in it? Dear Nikki, for the last month or two, sexually things have heated up here at home, and it's been really nice. Like it feels the way it should feel, and overall, her and I have been doing a lot better. Early last week, we were having wine and talking, and she asked what I would think if she brought home a girl. I said, you mean the three of us? then she said, maybe, or what if I just want you to watch? We haven't brought it up since. Like I said, her and I have really gotten better with each other and toward each other. And also we've talked more openly about sex. So I'm trying to decide if she's serious about it or fishing around to see what my reaction would be or just fucking with me. Nick. First of all, hello, Nick. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, One of the things that caught my attention among others is one you never, ever, 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 ever use a sexual confession as bait or to fuck with somebody. Hard pass, definitely no on for me. That will get you out the door, never to speak of. Again, even if you're doing it just to see the reaction. I want to see if they, because that mean they will know. No, it doesn't. And no, it won't. If anything, you are giving them a false sense of security for them to possibly tell you things and finally feel they could open up to you. And when they find that you're just fucking with them, it's gone. You'll never get that back. And as we all know, and we all are sexplorative here wishing we had a partner or finally found a partner or lover or whatever we're calling them to be able to tell them these things. We know in most times we would rather give them the last dollar in our account than tell them anything. So whatever trust you have built or wanting to build in the future, gone. Zilch, zero, gone. Now, if you decide she's serious about it, you'd be just as serious. Here's the thing and you know what I'm about to say. But for all of our newbies here, think of it of a way that when you go drive around town and there are certain locations that have memories for you, like, hey, that's where Larry, you know, chugged nine bottles of vodka one night, made that up. Hey, that's where the high school football team did their video, you know, dancing on top of Toyota Corolla. Tell them in a car. And as my loyal listeners know that it's usually my go to, but it is and it's, it's, it is for reasons. I've had many come to Jesus meetings growing up. And that's exactly what my father called them. But this wouldn't be that this would be a way for you guys to not, it's not like an interrogation. And I always feel when someone sits you down to have a talk. It's an interrogation. Well, this way, you, if you're the driver, have to be focused on the road and everything that's going on. But you can still just let the words flow. And you're not staring and sweating bullets. I mean, you're probably sweating a little bit of bullets, but still not as much as are staring or them staring down, you know, and you have no idea what's going on their mind. They can focus on the surroundings, but still have to listen. And unless you're dating a stunt driver that can jump out of a car at 60 to 70 miles per hour and tuck and roll, you're golden. (laughs) Now you know why my dad did it. So that's why I tell everyone, if you're going to have a deep conversation such as this, a car is also great. It also doesn't give you a point of a reference of that's where we had that conversation. This way it keeps it light and unless you're dating a stunt double that can jump out of the car, at you know, 40 plus miles per hour and tuck and roll, you're golden. So, but this is where I would have it. And I would do it in a positive manner and put it back on her and say, not that you're using this as a weapon yourself, but say, if you're serious about this, I would love on your sex exploration of yourself, of us together as a couple. I think we should set boundaries and ground rules that we both agree with. And there you go. That's how you handle That's how I would handle it. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax, let's have some whiskey with some filthy jerrys, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, it was in the summer of 2020 before COVID hit us hard, me and my boyfriend of six months, now my husband, went to a beach in London just to chill. I'm a curvy girl with a big ass, round big tits, which are quite hard to cover with bikinis. I was feeling bold that day, and mischievous too, because of the argument I had last night with my boyfriend. I decided to go as skimpy as I could and opted for a maroon colored bikini set with little hearts on it and a barely there thong style bottom. I fully knew that my boyfriend loved this set on me because it matched quite well with my skin tone. We went to the beach around one-ish on a weekday to avoid any rush because we were both off from work. We got there and I laid down my beach towel and took off my coverall. My boyfriend went to take a swim. As soon as I took off the cover, I had immediately caught the eyes of a few people around me, which I liked as I was a bad attention whore. My boyfriend came back and was shocked that I had decided to wear something so bold and sexy. I laid down on my stomach and took out some stuff to read. I noticed my boyfriend looking at my ass, so I started to wiggle my legs to shake my ass a bit to make him more horny. I didn't mind the attention I was getting from the surrounding males, too. After a few minutes, a girl passed us by with a really beautiful ass, which had gotten the attention of many males, including my man, too. I saw my man looking at it, and I was immediately offended. I got up and looked directly at my boyfriend with a raised eyebrow. He raised his shoulder and started smiling too. It offended me even more. I got up and went and sit in his lap and immediately felt his groan from him. I held his face with both of my hands and to look at him directly in the eyes. I took both of his hands and placed them on my butt and told them to pay attention to my ass only he started laughing a bit. To make him stop, I started rubbing myself on him, slowly grinding my pussy on his dick as I was facing him. He immediately stopped laughing and started moaning lightly. I started grinding more forcefully and felt him getting hard while doing so. His grip on my ass got tighter, and he started muttering something under his breath. I started applying more and more force to make him stiff. I could feel his dick grow hard, which made me smile. I was getting wet as well now, so wet that you could see a spot forming in my panties. We were lucky that we were in a secluded area and there weren't many people surrounding us, just a couple of guys now paying full attention to us. My boyfriend noticed them and asked me to stop grinding as we had intention of everyone surrounding us now. I started to go harder instead of stopping and made sure my soaking wet pussy lips were now touching his hard dick. He used his hands to make me stop and pushed me a bit off his lap. I saw and gawked at the wet spot on the swim trunks, which had resulted due to the pre that was leaking from his dick. He got up and took me by the arm to our car in the parking area. I knew immediately what was going to happen now. He got inside our car, through the passenger seat and took off his trunks. His dick was super hard and leaking a bit too. It was throbbing, and I could feel the tip leaking too. His dick was begging for my touch now. I just stood there and tried my best to ignore the craving pulsating inside me, to lick that leaking tip. He asked me politely to clean the mess I had created. I questioned him what would I get in return, to which he replied that he'd buy me the necklace I wanted, and we were fighting about yesterday. I asked him to order that, and I'll suck him afterwards. He immediately took out his phone and showed me the order he had placed. I was satisfied and happy now it was his turn. I looked him in the eyes and told him to get ready to be drained. I told him that he wouldn't be able to stand straight after. I was done with him. He was now begging me to touch him. I reached up to his lap and started to jack him off. He started moaning and saying that my hands feel really good to him. I looked at him in the eye and said, Wait until my lips touch you. I told him he was really in for a ride. I started by kissing his thighs and he started to get closer to his balls. He let out a deep moan when I kissed his balls and took them in my mouth to suck them lightly. With my one hand on his dick jacking him off, my lips were now on his balls, giving them equal attention. I removed my hand from his cock and licked his shaft with my tongue. Starting at the root, I worked my way up to the sensitive part of his dick, right under the head. I gave that area some licks and started teasing him a bit by licking his shaft up and down slowly without touching the tip. He started to moan louder now, which made me finally put my lips on the hole of his cock and gently started sucking him off. With his balls in my hands, I started to go down on him, engulfing his whole dick, getting it really deep inside my mouth. I started moving my head up and down him, and I could feel him shivering with each stroke. I could hear his breathing getting heavier. He began to grip my hair with his hands and started to make me go deeper and deeper on his dick. At one point, his whole dick was inside my mouth. I started swirling my tongue around the area just beneath the dick tip. I know he loved that a lot, and it made him go crazy. He was sweating now, and I could feel his dick quivering. He was ready to come. He kept moaning as he started to go harder and faster now. I was buried in his lap with his dick deep inside my mouth, almost touching my throat. I could feel the huge load ready to explode in my mouth. I started to go harder and harder. With each thrust, his dick started to get more and more stiff. His grip on my hair had gotten tighter now, a sign that he was ready to come. I started tasting his cum inside my mouth, and I felt him explode inside me. I started to bob my head more to take the whole of the cum and not letting a drop go to waste. Spurt of cum were getting shot down my throat as I was managing to take all of his cum at once. It felt amazing my lips stayed on his dick even after coming to the taste licked a few drops of what was left i slowly withdrew my mouth from his cock he completely collapsed and went backwards to keep his head on the headrest of the car which his eyes had closed i gave his dick a nice little kiss on top and started to get up i went to sit in his lap and hug him his whole back was drenched with sweat But I didn't mind, because that was my hard work that made him sweat like that. He opened his eyes, kissed me, and thanked me for the head. He looked me in the eyes and promised me to suck me just like this as soon as we had gotten home. This made me much more wet. I got it from his lap and took the spare shirt from the back seat to wear to go get our stuff we had just left at the beach. I hurriedly did that and drove us both home so I could have my promise session. And let me tell you, it was the best sucking of my life, because he returned the favor so, so well. Kay. Well, hello, Kay. And yeah, we want more. (laughs) I really want to hear what happened after you uh, hypnotized him with your mouth. (laughs) I'm like you. After I give done giving head to my lover... There's nothing, something just draws me back to putting my mouth back around it. I have to keep, it's not that I want to put him in pain, but there's just something about feeling that cock. I'm going to use the word deflate. It's not like it's pumped with air, guys, but still, you get what I'm saying. I don't think shrink's the right word. I guess deflate's not really either. Gentlemen, what word do you want me to use? Deflate, shrink, possibly another? That'd be really good to know too. Ladies and gentlemen. Would you tease your lover and then end up in the car with some extracurricular activities? Hmm, I don't know on this one. It's hot. Don't get me wrong. I've never done this. I will have to say that it's very tempting. And if I was found in this situation, it was most likely would be yes I guess the closest thing I've done this is the uh, couple months ago, I told you about the guy that I got, I, did, I don't, still don't know his name, but we ended up, I got caught by the homeowners because we were, it was a dead end road, dirt road, and I was giving him head. Yeah, it it was very completely, you knew what we were doing, but that was 20 odd some years ago. <laughs> Again, ladies and gentlemen, would you? I'm thinking too bad Missouri's landlocked, but then again, we do have that lake down at the Ozarks and other places. Dear Nikki, before sharing this story, there's a couple important details to discuss. Number one, I'm a customer in the film industry. I dress people that go on camera. There's a process called fittings where I put clothes on them, take photos to send to various departments, And then decisions are made so on the day we know exactly who wears what. These photos are almost like casting photos. I take a front view, a side view, and a back view. On this show in particular, the director was very particular himself. So before sending him photos, I would send it to many other departments. First to make sure it worked for everyone, hair, makeup, props, assistant directors, casting, etc., I list about 60 people on that email chain. Once everyone didn't have issues, I would send the pictures to the director to pick his favorites. The glamour of movie making. The second thing to know is I've been fooling around with a co-worker on this project for a few weeks now, and a lot of it has been very fun, minus almost getting caught by two other co-workers due to the naughty fun, and one trip to the emergency room. Well, my coworker had an idea that led to disaster. It was a Sunday shoot, last night of the week before we're off for two bonus days. Thanks, Mardi Gras. I had a long day of fittings for extra 12 hours. My coworkers asked what I was doing, and I sent him the photos of the last extra fit with all three angles. He told me I should take some photos of him, but naked. I laughed. There was no way. I told him I couldn't. It was too busy over here. Who moved on the conversation. He's cool like that. Later though, one of the extras didn't show up and I had a 15 minute gap. I went into the hallway, looked out. The coast is clear. My phone was already on the tripod. Like I said, very particular director. So even photos needed to be in the same frame. I pulled off my shirt, unclipped my bra, pulled off my shoes, socks, pants, and thong and pressed the timer. I ran in front of the wall facing the camera didn't take a sexy pose. I literally just stood there like the other extras, straight on. Click. I ran over and pressed the timer again, ran back to the wall profile view. Click. One last time, now from behind. Click. I quickly threw on my clothes, breathing heavily at the rush. I looked at the photos, definitely not my sexiest, but the point was the act. Next extra walked in. I'd press send to the co-worker and jumped into the next fitting. My co-worker loved it a lot. About 300 photos and eight hours later, I was done with fittings. I wanted to make it to a night braid and I was exhausted. I quickly broke down my set, ran to my computer, put in the 60 crew members email addresses into an email, selected all my photos from the day on my phone and put them in the shared folder. It all uploaded and I sent the email for everyone to check out the photos for notes when they did had time. Then I closed up my computer, heading to the parades as fast as I could so I wouldn't miss the end of Endymion. What I had forgotten was the three photos of myself, butt naked in the middle of 500 shared folder. After the night of parading that led to drinking and partying until very late, I finally checked my phone to find 18 text messages, six missed calls, and several private email responses from people telling me to check my photos immediately. That's when I remembered the photos I took for my coworker. I quickly logged on, scrolling through the photos on my phone. My heart sank as I saw the pictures of myself. I deleted them immediately. That was kind of a mood killer, so I went home afterwards, telling my friends I didn't feel good. This was really bad. I didn't know how many people from work had seen or saved those photos. I tried justifying it every way I could in my head. I was waiting for the phone call to fire me, but it never came. I'm now going to be nervous until Wednesday to hear if I'm going to get in trouble or if enough people noticed it and to say something. Luckily, there was a lot of photos in the folder to go through. That's what I keep telling myself. Lita. Well, hello, Lita. Okay, let me give you a... Uh, I think a little more embarrassing story. When I was working the lines, there was a guy that would call and start slowly confessing some of the things that he really did in real life. And one of them was uh, he shoved a light bulb up his ass and had to go to the ER because he couldn't get it out. And the thought of getting it out, you know, uh, so there you go. Sometimes we put ourselves in more, interesting situations than what you did. Um, but I don't know how many co-workers found out he had a light bulb up his ass, but I'm, I'm sure that his x-rays are on display at some medical school. So there you go. I don't know if that helps. I, I hope it does. Uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why if you decide to take nudes and you don't want people recognizing them, you don't show your face. It's one of the the big things when you go to take nudes, unless you really want to be all out there, you don't show any least face or anything. So there you go. Uh, I really hope this worked out for you. I did kind of chuckle. I had to edit that out. Um, I knew where it was going. So I cringed when you were taking them. But I, in my head, I could see you sprinting back and forth from the camera. So yeah. I have never sent nudes. Well, never ever send nudes. And this is why, because I would be just the dork to accidentally send it to 60 co-workers. Thank God I work for myself. <laughs> what about you? What is your most embarrassing sex story? That's what I want to know. Or something like this, where you've accidentally sent nudes to, like, maybe your parents. <laughs> That would suck. (laughs) I really want to know. Dear Nikki, after breaking up with my boyfriend of three years, my senior, I went on a fucking rampage. Anything that moved, I'd fuck it, making up for lost time while I'd been tied down to one guy for three years. This is one night that I'll never forget. Let me start off a little bit about myself. I'm rather petite and stand at 5'2". I weigh roughly 120 pounds. I have soft brown eyes and dark brown hair that touches my tight, round ass. I have natural D-sized breasts, a blessing and a curse with such a petite body, and the tightest cunt that most men say they've ever felt that gets dripping wet with no more than a long, slow kiss. I'm a pleaser. I love to please men, and I'd never been with a woman until the summer before I left for college. It was like any other typical Friday night where I live a little sleepy, quiet town in the Midwest. Nothing too crazy ever happens, unless you're a teenager, of course. I went to a bonfire at my friend Sam's house. He invited tons of people over his farm because his parents were out of town. While Sam and I had never fucked, I knew that I would want to. He was a year younger, had a shaggy brown hair and the bluest eyes. His body was rock hard from playing football, and he stood 6'4". That's my weakness. Tall men. I began to drink and flirt with Sam, trying to make it clear I was into him. He picked up on the hint, I'm sure, but was too shy without alcohol in him. Eventually, his attention was diverted to some of his male friends. Now, I only date men, but I am sexually attracted to females as well. I know a good looking lady when I see one and have no problem admitting to it. A girl from a nearby town, Lana, showed up at the party, and while we were not the best friends, we began to talk and drink together. Now, Lana is downright sexy. She has long blonde hair and bright blue eyes. She was taller than me with legs that never ended and perky D-cup breasts like mine. She had the tiniest waist and ass that did not quit. I'd always thought she was an attractive girl. As the night went on, we began to get sloppy. She confessed to me that she thought Sam was hot, too, and I told her we should try to kiss him. She got up from our spot that we had planted ourselves in and walked right up to him, pulled him away from his friends, and kissed him. She kissed him right there, and as her lips melted into his, he pulled her closer. I felt a pang of jealousy, even though I had told her she should kiss him. I walked up to them, and to my surprise, Lana pulled me to them. Sam put one arm around me, another on Alana, and began to kiss me. After he was done, he would kiss Lana. For some reason, I was okay with this. He then forced Lana and I to stand together and told us to kiss. We did. i had never kissed a woman before. Her lips were soft and tasted so sweet in my mouth. We began to get into it too, and he pulled us away. Come inside with me, please. He begged for us to go inside the house with him, and with us being tipsy, we agreed. We did not want to be watched anyway, as a crowd of people had begun to gather around us. He took us to his bedroom. Kiss, Sam commanded. We agreed and started making out. God, her mouth was so sweet. Suddenly her hands were in my hair and pulling me into her. I slid my hands under her shirt to feel her tits. They were perky. I could feel my pussy start to drip. Suddenly, Sam was behind Lana. She pulled away from me and started to kiss him. This time, I didn't feel jealous. It turned me on. I began to suck on her breasts, and she moaned into Sam's mouth as I nibbled lightly on her nipples. Soon, our clothes were coming off, and I got on our knees to suck Sam's rock-hard cock. It was like a scene from a porno. He moaned so loudly, I thought he would draw attention from the people outside. I used my deep throating skills while Lana sucked his balls gently. Sucking cock for some reason has always turned me on. Pleasing is my favorite. I was dripping and I needed to feel if Lana was. As I was sucking on Sam, I felt my fingers wander to her slit. She was soaked. She let out a sigh of pleasure as I began to circle her clit. We changed positions. Lana laid down on the bed so I could easily pleasure her and Sam watched. I had never eaten pussy before, but I felt this was a good time to start. I pushed my mouth into her dripping cunt, and it tasted good. I began to do all the things I was too scared to ask guys to do on me. Her breathing began to pick up as I circled her clit with my tongue and plunged two fingers inside of her. She began to buck against my face and shook her into orgasm and let off the sexiest screaming moan I'd ever heard. I had never been so turned on in my life. Sam lay down on the bed next to us and pulled me on his cock while I recovered from her orgasm. Fuck, you're so tight. Sam breathed as I slid down onto him. I rode him and soon Lana came out of her pleasure coma. She was a quick to start pinching my nipples and soon made her way down to my clit. It didn't take me long with his cock in me and Lana rubbing my clit. I collapsed on top of him into my own orgasm. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just breathed. Sam had yet to come. Lana gladly stuck her perfect ass into the air and he entered from her behind. Lana pulled me into her mouth and even though I was still shaking, I could feel so turned on once again. Maybe it was the alcohol, but Sam was able to go for a long time pumping into Lana's cunt. Lana's mouth felt so good on my pussy she ate me better than any guy ever had done it. Sam began to moan louder and louder. Come in me, Lana begged. Please, I'm on the pill. He came in her sweet pussy. I watched as his load dripped out of her. I had the sudden urge to lick it all off. I blamed the alcohol I had drank before. I licked her clean of his hot, sticky cum. We ended it cuddled all night. And well, you know. Fucking some more, Dara. Well, hello, Dara. Yeah, this was. I'll admit this was a turn on, but if you remember my rules, I don't fuck where I eat. So in high school, this never would have happened. I just it wasn't my thing. I'm completely and still am. I, I, yeah, no, this wouldn't. But no, but it was really hot. So. I'd say if you turn the story around and maybe say my lover and I, and I got talking to a woman and I told her it was okay. And then, well, fill in the blanks of the rest of the story. Now that would be hot. Ladies and gentlemen, do you have a story like this? Could you do something like this with a friend or even a stranger that you just connected with? Like I just said, what do you think? If your lover sent you this and said this story reminds me of you, what would you do? Would you say, I'm game. Let's go find us somebody. Oh wait, maybe I just did. I think this is a really good place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. If you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, anything, don't shy away, don't be afraid. I don't care how short they are, send them to Nikki at n-i-k-k-y at dearnikki.com or anonymously through the website at dearnikki.com under the confessions tab. You can also find the link straight to my patron page on my website. So if, since you can't find me through search and they're telling you I don't exist, just go to dearnikki.com under the patrons tab and find me there. And in closing, hello lover, maybe I should wrap my hands around you next time we're at the beach, and slowly stroke you off and have you come. What do you think? I'm interested. What about you? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful week.